looks like you're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> That's the funniest thing on Google Hangouts. Looks like you're trying to say something. Would you like to unmute? <laughs> it's like, no, I was just scratching my chin. Ye- yelling obscenities at the screen does not mean I should unmute. <laughs> Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am your co-host, Edwin. And I am your level three backpack, Sam. <laughs> and for the last seven days, uh, I have challenged Edwin to play not one, but two games. Unprecedented in the history of our show. And we'll see how it goes, because it was quite a challenge. Um, it was. For the last seven days, I have challenged Edwin to play PUBG Mobile by Tencent Games and Bluehole. The <laughs> Blue best hole. the best game name company you can ever imagine. <laughs> I think of a whale. For some reason, I think of something else that is not appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Man Group? Yes, exactly. Okay. The secondary game that I have recommended to Edwin is Hoppenheim. Hoppenhelm. Oh, I wrote Hoppenheim yeah. in the doc. It's actually Hoppenhelm. I just read whatever's on the doc. <laughs> Sam's a big poo head. <laughs> Does Player Unknown's Battlegrounds need any introduction? If you're a casual mobile gamer, I don't think Public G would have come across your radar. PUBG is a super popular game on the PC, and it's taken the gaming world by storm in the last six months because it has been flying off the virtual shelves with numerous millions of purchases on the Steam store. And I think given every given any night, concurrent gamers tend to go up until the 2 million range, which is insane, uh, and only to be dwarfed recently by the ever more popular game uh fortnite so which is not british which is not british <laughs> it's so strange yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> why is it called fortnite um i think the original game had Def- to Defender do with like Fort 14 days at night yeah something like that and mm. you had like 14 days to defend it something i don't know 14 days to defend <laughs> so PUBG is a game where you are set against 99 other players you are one of a hundred that start off from a plane and you drop off on a location you have to scrounge around for weapons and ultimately try to be the last one standing you have guns to pick from if you if you come across guns you have cast iron pans to use very useful given no weapons and you just ultimately have to find these weapons and try to kill other people and there's a solo mode, and then there's like a t- squad mode where you can play with up to four other people. Yes, that is correct. Stuff. So that's it, really. That is it. That's a very simple game to premise. understand. Yeah. The premise is easy, but then, yeah, once you get into it, there's a whole bunch of different tactics you can use. Sure. And it goes pretty deep. And so this version has implemented that PC game to the mobile form uh, where... The mobile phone? The mobile form... <laughs> And surprisingly, uh, a lot of it has been translated over, so the gameplay is very much intact, so you get the full PUBG experience on your mobile phone. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because you sent me a link saying it was launching in China maybe two months ago. Yes. And then there has been this ongoing battle between Player Unknown Battlegrounds and Fortnite. Right. And then Fortnite suddenly was available on mobile in America. Like three weeks ago yeah and now oh oh look oh player on battlegrounds is suddenly available in america it just feels like they're playing a game like one-upsmanship right so just a bit of context there uh fortnite previously was not a game like 
PUBG at all. It was previously、Ooh. a game where you had to defend your fort at night. At night. Uh, from oh, the, is that true? No, it's Are we true. making this up?、Okay. No, no, no. It's, it's, you had to defend it from like an onslaught of zombies that continually attack your bases, essentially. Oh, this sounds like Forsaken Lands of the Bonfire. <laughs> All the way around. Right. But、um, it was made by a company called Epic, that is the creators of the engine that PUBG is using. Right. And so what Fortnite did was they all of a sudden, out of nowhere, probably about like, Three to six months ago, they said, Hey, we have this new mode, mode in our free to play game called Battle Royale. And the PUBG people were like, What? That was, what? That's our game. That's pretty much exactly like our game, which it was and is with slight differences. Now, I think the more popular game that people are playing is actually Fortnite. I was reading something. If you're measuring like, the number of、uh, live streams on Twitch, Then、yeah. I think Fortnite is almost double. Don't quote me on the exact numbers, but it's definitely more than PUBG. And then famously, Drake tweeted about it last week. Well, Drake played with a very famous Twitch streamer. So, a very famous person played with a rather less famous person. Yeah. And that made news in a small circle of games.、Yep. And Drake's pretty good. I was impressed by his, his skills at Fortnite. Let's have a look at the top charts in the App Store just to see how the,、uh, the fight is going. <laughs> Perhaps they are in their own battle royale together. <laughs> oh, look at this. Okay. So, top three number one, Fortnite. Oh. Number two,、oh. PUBG Mobile. Oh, boy. Fortnite, it has 147K ratings, right? At 4.3 stars. Yeah. And it's number one in action.、Uh, PUBG, It has 3.54K ratings, so significantly less, maybe like a third or a fourth, right? Less than. Yeah, maybe than even、Fortnite. like a factor of 10. Wait, oh, yeah. 147,000 versus 3,000. Versus 3,000, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is number one in strategy, which I don't think、mm-hmm. it's a strategy game. Strategy, eh? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I thought there would be a whole bunch of in app purchases. But there is not. There is aren't. Yeah,、right. these are completely free to play.、Mm. Um, you do, I think there is an in game currency. I still haven't figured, I mean, I haven't encountered any of any time the game has asked me for money while we were playing our、no. seven days. Or less. Or less. Sam, how do you feel about this game? I, I actually liked it. I enjoyed my time with it whenever I got a chance to play it.、Um, having said that, though, It is quite daunting to play a match of PUBG on your mobile phone for a couple of reasons. Like, it takes a lot of time, and you need to be intensely tuned to what's happening in the game. So,、yeah. most likely, if you want to have a good game, you need to have the sounds on. If you're playing with a team, you need to actually talk. So, these two things means that you need a pretty reliable internet connection. No、uh, subway f o o m for me. And. <laughs> And you need a place where you might be able to talk, which is never anywhere. <laughs> so, in the span of the last seven days, I feel like I might have played five total games, in which two of them I had to cut short. Because yeah, right. Of time. That just happened so much to me. I was like,、yeah. oh, I was playing a game, and then suddenly, well, something else I want to touch on is it's kind of boring if you're playing a solo game、mm. and you're in a The map is quite large. So, this is one thing I've heard. I haven't actually played Fortnite, but I've heard Fortnite is, very, is a smaller map. So, things happen a lot quicker. It's a lot quicker to respawn the game. 
because of this whole like one minute of waiting before each game in PUBG. And uh, mm. from what I understand, that is not the case in Fortnite. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to compare it to Fortnite. I just kind of want to stand PUBG stand on the merits alone. of its own. <laughs> um, if we're going to compare like the gameplay, like I do feel it it very accurate it very accurately plays like the desktop version meaning like if you are in a quieter zone like if you purposely have decided to land in an area that's further away from the plane that drops you off that means that you might have a more quieter experience whereas if you jump off where everyone is jumping off then you're going to have an action-packed experience and it can actually lead to a shorter gameplay but that can also mean that your gameplay is going to be cut short and you're not going to be the top player quite possibly so there, I think there are different ways that you can play and this goes to the strategy of the game, but ultimately I do feel it is a really good representation of uh, the desktop version of PUBG. So there is a level leveling up system. There are some mobile, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say improvements, <laughs> but uh, things that they put in there for mobile stickiness, right? Like they have daily login bonuses in terms of coins and Ooh, let me get my coins right now Ooh, they give you coins. some like clothes if you continuously log in for like eight days in a row um they also have like this really weird like <laughs> posters that you can download onto your phone after <laughs> you've made like certain achievements they have levels which uh there are no levels in the desktop version which leads me to ask sam what level are you uh, let me let me open it up. Let me spend the next five minutes opening up this app, yeah. and then having to update it, and then this is really yeah, <laughs> this is com- the complete antithesis of every other mobile game that we've reviewed. Like this is such right. a heavy game to start. Like it takes at least a minute to boot up, yeah. and do the connecting to the server thing. You're gonna be sitting here for at least thirty minutes playing it. Yeah, so I feel like yep. the audience of this game isn't really for the casual mobile me. gamers. It's not for me. No. It is, if you have the heart of a gamer and you do not have a desktop PC, uh, this might be for you. Yeah, I feel like this neatly splits uh, either us on both sides of this table. Yeah. You know, from up for me, I'm like, uh, but I it's mean, not, it's kind of fun. It's, it's not really for me either because I would much rather just play this on the desktop. That is a very good question. Like, why would you play this on mobile when you can play it on the desktop? Now, for me, I spent maybe two hours playing this on desktop before. And I got zero kills and like 10% damage once on someone. Mm. Here, in my first game, I think I killed four people. I don't think I've improved that much, but it definitely feels like the the mobile experience is easier. I don't know if that was your experience as well. Yeah, the mobile experience I think is definitely easier, mainly because I think people are new to it. Right. Ah, like, right. That was often the case. I was just like facing off with someone and they're blundering around and I can just go pop, yeah, pop, pop with exactly. my extreme game skills. And there's also some rumors going on that in order to feel like a complete game, a lot of the a lot of the players are actually bots that mm. are idiotic bots that just like <laughs> lo, lo, lo. pretend lo, like lo, they're going to shoot you. Um, but yeah, so I am level nine. Oh, nice. I am a level 10. Nope. What? Level eight. Wow. <laughs> I played and a few you, games last night. Oh, okay. And you've only... What? Hmm. How, how did... What? Okay. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, let's see. I'm level eight. I, it's, and then the slightly strange like bar chart afterwards says 289 out of 410. Oh, okay. I'm almost at level 10. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yes. So the boundaries here were deceiving. Yeah. 
let's do some stats. So you know I love a good face-to-face-off. Where are stats? Uh, if you tap on... Oh, that's this, like, So that's face. something else. Like every t- square pixel of the screen has some kind of interface yeah. button on it. It is taken up by all the buttons you can ever imagine. So many buttons. Now if you tap on, tap on yourself. No, if you tap on, oh, your avatar, mm-hmm. then you get basic info and stats on the right-hand side. So it looks like I played a total of five games. I played eight games in total. How is that possible? But we're with one duo round with you. Nice. And we have recorded that. We have. Which I'm going to snip it up into our social media platform, Instagram. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's remove all the swearing, please. How many kills did you get? 18. Oh, nice. I have 11. So nice. fewer games, more kills. More games, fewer kills. Yeah. But r- roughly the same level. Roughly the same level, yeah. We'll take. Mm. Um, I've gotten to top 10 twice. Oh, yeah. I've got nowhere near any of that ever. So Top 10 twice. I was actually... I do find myself getting a little bit bored, especially in solo mode. Mm. Like to begin with, I'm like, yeah. Like even if I land on the military base, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. Boop, boop, boop. And then... I just want to fast forward to when the circle's small. Yeah. Because you're just like that, waiting around. Just so slow. You're like, well, what do I do? Because like, if you've killed everyone, you can see in the area you've landed. Actually, yeah, Sam, what do you do? So, so I you, go... Once you I, land, yep. scavenge, get reasonable weapons. You've murdered everyone you can find. Mm-hmm. Which is delightful. What do you do next? I go towards the circle. Yeah. I move towards... Whenever I hear gunfire, I try to move towards it. Just to get a little action. Yeah. To scope it out. Um, I also try to make sure I'm fully stocked up on my health, armor, and gear. So I feel like there's lots to do. Um, I, I mean, it is, it is how PUBG plays, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not just the mobile version. But somehow the what I've been conditioned to in mm. terms of mobile gaming is like, oh yeah, quick fun, a fun little sugary pop. Yeah, now it becomes true. like, okay, yep. well, I guess I'll like drive around for a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess I'll just like wait a little bit. And seeing people is quite difficult. Like I found myself really kind of squinting at the screen. Yeah. Getting really close. Like, going, is that a person? It's like <laughs> when, and then they start firing. Like, yep. That's a person. <laughs> yes. I should fire back. Yeah. Which is kind of similar to the desktop version as well. It's like, are, yeah. is that a person? Yeah, okay, they're firing. I'm getting shit. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, that was yeah. a person. It is. I'm very glad I've got the plus size iPhone. Right. Like, how would this play on the iPhone X or, not- the, or the, just the regular size? Yeah, not to mention the on-screen controls, which is, I mean, don't get me started on on-screen controls. Sounds like a segue to me. Let's go to the 3 by 3s Yeah, it's a playable, faithful port of the PC version. I do feel like you get a really good PUBG experience. If you're ever wondering what PUBG feels like, you don't have a desktop PC, but you're willing to play this type of game on your mobile. Like me, hello. Do try it out. I think you get a pretty accurate representation of what PUBG is all about. Do you think this could be an acquisition? <laughs> I'm going to be give my project manager hat on. Do you think this could be an acquisition strategy for PUBG? To get the people playing mobile first, and then they go and get a PC and pay for the... PC version? I do feel like maybe that is a pretty good way. Like, there's strength in numbers. There are probably millions of people that's also playing this that, you know, if you get 5 to 10% of think like, oh, maybe I'll just get the PC version because this I'm having fun with this. But I, I do want feel better like controls. Play. Yeah, exactly. And there are already people that are putting in their mouse and keyboard to their Android phones uh. to play this <laughs> a little bit better. So I totally feel like 
yeah, if you're going to do that, you should just play on the PC if you have a PC. Um, my other good point is that they actually made some good adjustment for mobile gameplay. So there's stuff like auto pickup, you know, like picking up stuff automatically, but even like equipping your gun with like the right scope, uh, as you pick them up, that just happens automatically. I think these are really good improvements because you don't want to fiddle too much. Like while you're playing a mobile game, it gives you a nice indication of where you're being shot from, which you do not get on the PC game. Yeah. So it's actually quite playable without the sound on. Because a big part of the of the play, the play gameplay, the game, <laughs> a big part of the gameplay on on uh, the PC is having stereo headphones, yep. and you hear where the gunfire is coming from. Yeah, Whereas on mobile, you get a nice little disc, and with a little, you know, indication of I'm yeah, getting shot from the back. Yeah, yep. <laughs> again, but yeah, there's definitely some concessions to make it easier. Yeah. Also, shooting people was easier, as I mentioned earlier. It is. It is slightly easier. I feel like you generally have to point it in their direction. I feel like a lot of times you don't even need a better scope to fire them effectively or fire at them effectively. Um, yeah, I think my, my last good point is that, and I've said that this is sort of like a reiteration of the first step is that this is a pretty excellent replacement for the game on mobile. So if you don't have a PC and you want to play PUBG, like this is really good in terms of getting that feel like i played that round with you and i felt like i was actually kind of playing on my pc which is a good feeling but actually we're just sitting in the corner of the office (laughs) shouting quietly at each other (laughs) i've got a level three backpack over here (laughs) Uh, my bad points uh too much of a time commitment those rounds take a long time and it's not only does it take a long time, it's long, intense time. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're full, you're full clenched throughout the entire <laughs> gameplay. So yeah, it's not just a pick up and play game. It's like, oh, I know I'm going to be playing this for at least five minutes. Right. If not 30. And that's pretty much all you can do. Like mm-hmm. You have to ignore your loved ones at that time. Like, nope, sorry, can't. Can't speak to you. I'm playing games. Not to mention if you get text messages while you're playing. Oh, that's it so is scary. The most annoying thing. Yeah. Turn that do not disturb mode on straight away. Yeah. Um, the other bad point for me is you need to have a pretty reliable connection. Even though if it does get disconnected, it's it's pretty good about picking that up. But having a good connection means that you need to be connected all the time and you just, yeah, it, you have to be sat down somewhere. You can't be playing this on the go unless you're you're kind of, you know, don't want to take this seriously and playing it like a fool. <laughs> Who would do that? Who would do that? <laughs> the the, con- the uh, controls were okay. I didn't hate them as much as I thought I would, but it still feels a little clumsy. Like walking upstairs is difficult. There's so much premature gunfire, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like shooting off. <laughs> The shooty button, well, the shooty is not even a button. The shooty area is very near the sort of aim and look around button. Not to mention the jump button and the prone button and the crouch button. They're all sort of like clustered around this. And I don't have any suggestions for making it better because how would they make it better? Like they can't. It's this tiny, stupid screen and you have to be able to do all these things. Yeah, it's just the nature of on-screen controls. I think on-screen controls is just the bane of my existence when it comes to mobile gameplay. <laughs> yes. Like I have no idea how they can make it better. I mean, they do some smart things where, you know, the right side of the screen, you can touch it anywhere to like, look, 
but really it always gets in the way of buttons. Not only that, like it actually gets in the way of you seeing things. This is a game where the interface is like there's tons of things already on your view. Yeah. Put your thumb in there and you lose like 30% of the screen. Did you try any of the alternative layout options? Because in buried deep in the settings yeah. menu, there's like a whole bunch of customizable stuff. I did see some other options. It just didn't seem like... Is any better. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't want to get used to another form of playing the game than the default. I'm, I'm very much in the camp of like whatever is set default is probably have been most thought out for you. So I tend to stick to those. Sam, what was your final seven-day rating? My final seven-day ratings is five out of seven. <laughs> Surprising. Um, I thought this would be so much of a grapefruit that I'd play it like two days. But even when I was, you know, during the last week, I was actually away on a plane and stuck in a hotel room without my gaming PC. Uh-huh. So that probably contributed to the higher number, but <laughs> I actually Thanks. played this and enjoyed the few times that I played it. So your suggestion, take this... Get this game for when you're going on a work trip and you have a whole bunch of time to kill in the hotel in the evenings. Right, when you can be on full clench mode <laughs> yeah. for 30 minutes at a time. Uh, this was a great fruit for me and this was a two-day. Understandable. Considering the mechanics yes. that's required for this game. And considering the person that I am. And the person <laughs> that you are. This is pretty much the anti-game for you. But considering that, like, I'm kind of impressed that you did play it for two days. Given the right time and occasion... I will carry on playing this just as, oh, so maybe sometimes in an evening or I don't know. Yeah. If, if I need to get my adrenaline level racing. <laughs> right so maybe before morning. bedtime. <laughs> yeah. So maybe in the morning. <laughs> if I ran out of coffee, for example, I'm too lazy to go to the store. Right. I could just play around. <laughs> but it is less scary than the PC version. I, I care less for some reason. Yeah. Than the PC version. But I agree. I can't explain it either. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, this is fine. On to the next game. Oh my gosh. Woof. Stacking them up. Hoppenhelm. 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 AKA Hoppenheim. <laughs> yeah. This is German cousin. <laughs> right. What is this? This is your sort of arcade platformer. Yeah. Complete opposite of PUBG. You jump to get across to a different place with obstacles in the way. <laughs> right. And you keep jumping until you cannot jump no longer. Kind of like Crossy Roads, but a 2D version. Yeah, this actually reminded me a little bit more of PPKP mm. in terms of the gameplay, at least. Like, it's a very limited set of controls. You mean the look and feel? I look think? and feel, yeah. yeah. But also, there's very limited things you can do. You do, like, jump, attack, block. Yeah. And with PPKP, okay, you can do is punch or kick. <laughs> PP and K and then P. <laughs> um, which worked really well. And actually, in this game, I thought there was too many controls to be able to block, jump, and then attack as well. Yeah. That was just a little bit too much. Uh, and it was a very timing-based game that like you can't wait around. So let's. I, I'd like to describe the game just a little bit. You are a knight with a weapon and a oh, shield. I thought you gave me a compliment there. <laughs> <laughs> but the game is you are a knight and you're jumping across these blocks and the blocks can be either a regular solid block made of stone or cobblestone, whichever stone that you might like. Cobblestone is my favorite. A crack stone, (gasps) which will fall from under your feet. Oh, boy. What a metaphor for life this is. Even more crack stone, which is just a thin layer of crack cobblestone, which you even have to jump off quicker than the crack cobblestone. So there's some things where you're jumping from one block to another, uh, and some blocks you have to jump off a lot quicker than the other because it's going to fall off from under you. And when you do, it dies, or you die, and you're holding a sword, 
And whenever you come across a bad guy or a treasure box, you can slash the thing to get gold from the treasure box or to kill the monster. Now, what were those pink blobs? Pink blobs. Yeah. Were there pink blobs? They were, the, they were like the first type of, they're the easiest of monsters to kill. Oh, I thought it was a ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a pink ghost. Yeah. Okay. Just looked like a big pink testicle. <laughs> there it is. With the face. Um, yeah, and that's the point of the game. You just have to keep going until you cannot go any further. It's an infinite hopper, if it's- you will. <laughs> <laughs> what, was your, what was your highest score in Hoppenheim? 102. Nice. Mine is 184. Which world did you get to? Uh, I did not get to any of the worlds. I am at world one. Uh, me too. Yeah. That was one of my bad points. Like, I felt like I played this quite a lot. Yeah, me too. And I, the feeling of progress was not given to me at all in any ways. Oh, I now get it. You can unlock it by paying with coins, by tapping on it. Oh, it's that was not, just not obvious to once me. Once you hit, oh, it's like, oh, I thought, oh, you have to get a long enough run to right. unlock the world. Oh. So that brings me to our three by threes. You know I'm a sucker for those cute eight bit graphics. They are this cute. is pretty cute. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Really well done. I like gorgeous. the I like the limited color palette. It you would. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It has, yeah, like you know, it's either like blue, purple, white, and red. It and then like kind of like a brownish yellow. Like it doesn't really <laughs> deviate from that color palette. Brownish yellow. And so it makes things look really unified. Um, and kind of artsy, which is nice. That's a lot. <laughs> okay. So for me, like, it's really easy to jump into this game. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you just start playing, hop around. Uh, and finally, the last good point is there is like a good sense of unlocking the different weapons that kind of did different things. You know, yeah. you can easily with one run or two runs have enough coin to unlock another sword, which does something slightly different. Um, and it kind of, lets you play a little differently from like the previous sword. Yeah, and there's so a lot of different that. characters that yeah. can have different uh, abilities. Like one makes potions appear more often. Yeah, one has like four hit points other than like the regular three that you have. So yeah. interesting little mechanics there. What was your favorite weapon that you discovered so far? I like the weapon where you can slash the spiky things on the ground. Oh, the hammer. The hammer. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, me too. That was my favorite one. Yeah. I thought maybe it might have been the fireball one where you can like slash the fireball and the fireballs disappear, but mm. ultimately there weren't enough fireballs that <laughs> appeared. So you know, this, this weapon is too that. specific. Yeah. I need something that doesn't just mash anything. As General it comes across. smashing yeah. is my preference. So I really wanted to like this game when it started up and I was like, oh yeah, this would be good. But came to the bad threes my my main complaint is it just felt really unresponsive and i think what's happening is that when you hop you can only hop again once you've landed so even if you're mashing that hop button you only hop once yeah and then if you time it's just milliseconds before you land you don't hop again so it feels like oh i i hopped but you don't, you end up and you're landing on that block. And it's very frustrating because it's a ho- the whole thing is timing based. Like you need to hop over these spikes at the right time. You need to keep moving to avoid the rising lava. And just that mechanic, I always love it if you could do multiple hops without landing, which I know probably goes against the laws of physics, but we are in an 8-bit game. So <laughs> there's larger, you know, thematic issues to deal with. Yeah, I agree. There's something weird about the timing of the jumps that you had to get used to. Um, it's almost like you had to land... And then and then then hop. 
which I guess you makes sense, but it just that doesn't feel like a pleasing gameplay, right? That I could like pop, pop, pop. I'm hopping, and I'm slashing, and I'm blocking, yeah. and going through doors. It was like hop, oh no, wait, oh no, I'm hopping, hop, 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 hop. Right, yeah. It's, I'm done. <laughs> it strangely put you in this like weird beat of hopping that was optimal for you to move along. Optimal? <laughs> nope. But at the same time, there is no other reference of like what that optimal beat was. So there's this other game called, I think it's called like Crypt of the Necronomicon or something like that, where all the creatures in the game, and it's like kind of like a 8-bit dungeon crawling game, but the whole point is like you have to move to the beat Right, so like every space you move, you have to actually move to the beat in order for it to be effective. Even yeah. slashing is like moving to the beat. Ah, interesting. And there's a soundtrack that goes along with it, right? So it's like book, 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 and you're like moving, and it kind of gets you in that zone. So you don't mind it because it has this like That's intricate part of the game. rhythm, right? right. But oh, with this, yeah, like it was sort of awkward. Like yeah. you had to pause at some points to let things go by, and it that on top of like you had to time the hops just right, like felt kind of weird and on top of that adding the two other mechanics of slashing and blocking yeah it felt like i don't know it felt like my brain was fighting with my fingers <laughs> yeah you can never get into like a flow state yeah where you're like yeah i'm just playing this game and i'm slashing and blocking and hopping right um yeah it just seems like they the kind of simple on the surface of it the simplistic graphics and uh gameplay didn't mesh with the fact that there's three things that you can do at any one time. And as that wasn't, that was not pleasing to me. The last, my last bad point was that I, <laughs> this comes to the story. <laughs> okay, here we are. Why is he hopping? <laughs> what is he getting towards? What is world two? Is there, is there someone that he needs to save? Is there something that she needs to save? Is it a he or a she? One of the armors looks rather feminine. What is, what is going on? So, I wish there was even just like a little word or something right at the beginning, you know, that even says like hop for all your might or something like that, you know, that just gives it a little bit of motivation, but there's absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah. On this occasion with your, your obsession with the story, I would agree. Just to, just to frame it. Just a little bit. What's this other world? Why do I need to get to it? What's going on here? Yeah. Agreed. Last point. Um, well, it's now moot because you have rightly pointed out how to get to the second world. But my last point was, uh, it felt like it felt like I played a lot, but I still couldn't get to the second world. Turns out, I need to spend one thousand coins to get ten thousand coins, which is a lot of coins Oof, in yeah. any currency. Yeah. Board your final seven day rating for our second game of the week. Oof. So, yeah, strangely, I played this for six days. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I played this more than PUBG too. Yeah, yeah despite my issues with the game it was far more snackable and the snackable is, is, is hoppable yeah snackable hoppable it is a grape you just pop it in even if i just played it for like you know five to ten seconds i still played it yep i gave it a five that said this is where our rating system falls down because i still preferred PUBG as as a game yeah i don't think that has <laughs> has no effect on the rating the rating is just giving you a, a great impression of how many days that you might actually play it for given the type of person you are did you pay to remove the ads? I didn't. Um, no. Because no, I didn't like it enough. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't like it enough. Yeah, if it had the story, I probably would have paid for it. <laughs> Great tip for games developers out there. Sam will pay for story. Note to uh, Tobias uh, Bjornberg. I believe that's his, that's his name. 
or Tobias Ornberg. Sam will pay for story. I will pay for story. If you add a title card here that gives me the story, I will pay for it. Now it's my turn to choose a game. Ooh, and I'm excited for this week. Oh boy. Uh, we are going to continue the 8-bit theme because this week, Sam, <laughs> we are playing Nano Golf. I knew Colon puzzle putting. <laughs> it's a puzzle game and it's a golf game. Ah, oh, my two favorite things. And it's been a while, to be fair, since we played a golf game. So I thought we were, it was time. I getcha. Can you read the description of Nano Golf? Travel the world beating courses in this puzzling golf action game. It features puzzling golf action, easy one-handed controls, 70 plus unique courses, travel to crazy worlds, dodge deadly traps, epic boss stages. Wow, I can't wait to see a boss on a golf course. Although my boss probably spends quite a lot of time on a golf course. Uh, Important information. What? Uh, this game contains third-party advertising and cross-promotion for other Nitrome games, which can be removed via one-time in-app purchase. Oh, that's good news. And it's made by Nitrome, which looks like it should be called Nitrome. Or and Nitrome. Nitrome. <laughs> 2 to remove the ads. I have already played it a little bit, because I thought we were... Yes, I have played it for a day already. Oh no! So it's at least a one day out of seven for me. We shall find out in next week's episode of Seven Days to Play. <laughs> How many more times do I play it? <laughs> I have downloaded it and I'm ready to go with this game. Before we go, Sam, do you have a thing of the week? I have recently watched a movie called Shape of Water. I watched a movie in the privacy of my own home. Right, and I I rather enjoyed it. How many games of PUBG did you play while watching the game? I while did watching not. the movie. Oh, okay, well done. Oh, you actually really watched it then? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. watched it in the span of about two nights, I think, two or three nights, because that's, that's how I watch my you. movies. Yeah, that's the fast track <laughs> of viewing. Um, but what's really funny is if it has some like racy scenes, right? Mm. Where there's, I mean, that's what it got the Oscar for, right? Full frontal nudity within like five minutes of watching the movie. I was recently on a plane. And this movie happened to be one of the movies on the plane. And it has won an Academy Award, right? And you're like, oh, great. It's like, it's this movie about this strange monster, right? If you're not aware, of, it's pretty much on the poster. By Guillermo del Toro. Great. I'm going to watch it. And within the first five minutes, it's really funny to see them like turn it off. Because of like, <laughs> full frontal nudity. Like, oh my God, I'm watching boobs in front of 200 other people. Right. I feel like you should have the courage, courage of your convictions and just go, yep, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I feel like some people just power through it. In fact, if anything, I turn up the, the brightness. <laughs> <laughs> That's happening. Especially this is a movie. You got a problem with it? <laughs> yeah. It's some boobs. What you gonna do? Uh, but especially when the shades are closed and people are trying to sleep, then you crank up the brightness, <laughs> get those boobs on screen. Just repeat that scene. <laughs> yes. Seven times. And then make eye contact with the person as you're repeating the scene seven times. <laughs> so a good movie you would recommend? Uh, Not for viewing in front of your children. Yeah, I'd say it was an entertaining movie. Uh, I, I actually don't think it should have won the Academy Award. <laughs> but yeah, that is in my short list of things to watch at some point someday. Uh, did you buy Star Wars Digital Edition? I did the not. The Last Jedi? Nope. Oh. Will you? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever really talk about that? We didn't, did we, on the show? Yeah, I think we both agreed we watched it, right? Yeah. But didn't talk about it. And I don't think we need to talk about it. <laughs> you know what? I, I will probably buy it and I will watch it again. Okay. So that means you liked it. 
Uh, <laughs> I want to watch it again. Okay. My thing of the week is I'm back on Audible. Hmm. And it's still uh, garbage. It annoys me so much. <laughs> still, well, is the app garbage? The app is garbage. The sound quality is garbage. The like the metadata about the thing you're reading is garbage. It's just frustrating. How is then the rating? I mean, as always, it's touch and go. Yeah. It's mostly been fine. I've got a renewed interest in product management. So there's a whole bunch of like, man, if you go to this category in Amazon, there's this, you can spend the rest of your life reading these gurus who've written crappy books about the subject. <laughs> the fact is, I I think I need to admit to myself that I just can't finish books. Which is quite impressive how long the book club lasted on our previous show. But like for right. me to actually read a book, it's just that doesn't really happen anymore. So that's why I thought, okay, I will go back to our old friend Audible. I don't feel like I actually ingest or take in as much through an audiobook, but at least I finish it. So weighing the balance there, I was like, well, hey, I might as well just finish it and then and then maybe the good books I can go back and actually buy and review again yeah i don't know we'll see but yeah i'm back on the audible i mean for 15 dollars a month it's a lot of money and the quality is so terrible it's like i'm talking to someone on the telephone yeah i do feel like they are a service that's kind of waiting to be taken down by another service that does it so much better yeah like come on audiobook people well, i mean yeah they're not going to are they it's pretty sad because you are still an audible i am i'm an listener. audible subscriber yeah um, and I do listen like to the occasional books once in a while. Whenever uh, Brandon Sanderson has a new book out, so whenever every yeah, week. his young adult books is still in progress. <laughs> Nothing really out yet. Um, but yeah, I've been stuck on this one book, and the 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 reading is just so horrible. Really interesting subject, but the reading is just so horrible that I I can't get myself to finish it. And you know, I feel like I should finish this before I move on to another book. So that's another issue, but. <laughs> I mean, that's not, I mean, that is, that also applies to Dead Tree books as well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. You, like, you go from listening to a podcast that's produced for free in someone's, you know, back room. And that sounds a hundred times better than this thing I'm paying $15 for. Like, Which yeah, is I surprising get it. because these are recorded in what they say are professional studios. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. An audio book is potentially eight hours long and eight hours of audio is probably going to take up a chunk of space. Yep. But like, give me an option. What's the worst is when you can hear the reader drink a sip of his coffee or beverage <laughs> and turning the pages while he's oh, yeah. reading. The one I'm listening to right now doesn't have that, but it, you can definitely tell when each section was recorded each like day because oh, yeah. suddenly the, the the tone of the voice suddenly shifts. To like much more chipper and energized <laughs> and this is a new day. <laughs> And it's so strange, like sometimes in the almost in the middle of a sentence, and you're like, right. you decided to stop recording there and start the next day. This like random sentence in the middle of a chapter. Yeah, some of the ones like it was one step away from having the ah, after a <laughs> sip of beverage. Like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> and like for nonfiction books, like, can you give us the chapter titles in the in the little metadata? Because all I see is, you know, chapter one to 70. And like, that, that doesn't even invisible. relate. Yeah, that doesn't relate to the actual chapters of the book either. Yeah, it's it, there's so much that's wrong with how Audible is doing things. I am very surprised that no one else has really challenged them. I think it's mainly because that they have the backing of all the publishers. That is my point of view, is that they're, yeah. they're so far into this game that people feel like it cannot be challenged. But I, I, I disagree. I feel like they are a market that's bound to be plucked by some other 
some other company that does it better. <laughs> I'm going to give a little plug for something else that I do. Podcasthotdog.com. I actually wrote a little blog post on the market domination of Audible mm. uh, a couple of weeks back. Nice. So Links in the out. show notes. Yeah, check it out. If that kind of thing interests you. <laughs> you are speaking to the podcast hot dog. <laughs> Is that the sound hot dogs make? No. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap this up. Sam, you have seven days to play nano golf colon puzzling professionals i am nano looking forward to it (laughs) play along with us at home because i know you will yeah and tweet us some gaming suggestions at seven days to play so sam doesn't have to play golf anymore uh follow us on instagram sam might be putting up some socials in the next seven days seven days to post instagram at seven days to play at seven days to play find us on spotify at seven days to play well without the at just seven days to play yeah maybe try it with the app who knows and final thing don't email us seven days to play